Welcome to In Real Time, where we as Heights Church are inviting you in for real conversations about leading people, organizations, and change in the new normal. We're hoping that our real discussions about our church's journey will help you as you reimagine and rebuild yours. Welcome to In Real Time, where we're having real conversations about leading people, organization, and change. And well, today's topic, we're going to be talking about Heights Church Now, which really is a look back over the last year of some things that we would definitely do again, because they have helped us a lot in the last year, and a few things that we would not do again. But before we get into that, I have two co-hosts with me, and so I'm going to ask if they would introduce themselves today. I'm Jennifer Alessio, and I serve as the children's pastor here at Heights Church. Very cool. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. (laughs) I do. (laughs) My name is Tim. I serve as an associate pastor, oversee church online, men's. I'm a teaching pastor. Mm Mm-hmm. Very cool. Good times. All right. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, today, as I said before, we're going to be talking about Heights Church now, and this is only to help people just kind of get an assessment of things, Mm -hmm. and they can start asking themselves, what about my church specifically now, and what's happened in the last year that we would definitely do again, and things that eh, maybe we would do different, maybe we wouldn't do that again. So uh, there's a couple of things on this, and this is going to be a bit of a shorter episode, but hey, I don't know that anybody ever complains about things that are shorter, but still really good. So I I think that's where we're going to dive in. So what would we do again right off the uh, top of the list? What do we definitely know we'd do again? Being transparent about where we're at financially. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Uh, financially and really just across the board, right, mm-hmm. as a church. But the finances are a big part a of big that part of transparency. It. Yes. Yeah. I know that this is one of those areas that a lot of church leaders just really struggle with as far as how much do I share. And it's not because people are trying to hide. That's not really it. It's just how much can people understand with the numbers that I give and is it going to really be something that – people can get their head around, or is it going to be even more confusing? Mm -hmm. Uh, Because honestly, when you're looking at church budgets versus like a home budget, those are two very different budgets to look at. And so it's hard to decipher truthfully uh, what you're looking at when you're you're looking at all those things. And so I I get it, but um, I think what we're really talking about is diving into, hey, Income versus expenses, here's where we're really at, here's where we're coming up short, and here's what the the repercussions are going to wind up being. And so we were really transparent about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, why don't we unpack that a little bit for us? I know it was not just this last fall, but the fall before. So about a year and a half ago, yes. we really needed to get transparent with our congregation and let them in on... What are the things about to happen unless something changes significantly? <laughs> we were having a significant shortfall. We were not mm-hmm. making budget. Yeah. And it was getting to the point where we knew we would have to let go four pastors. Yeah. Which is a hard reality. Yeah. It's hard for us on staff to mm-hmm. accept. Mm-hmm. 
um, and to continue to move forward and doing ministry and trusting the Lord yeah. that we're going to have a paycheck. Mm-hmm. Um, but we knew that we needed to be transparent with the board and with our people. Yeah. And what was awesome is that our people thanked us. Yeah, they, they w- thanked they us. They thanked us. They wanted to know. Yeah, they did. Because, and I remember what you said, what was so valuable, which was that you needed to say what they needed to hear. Mm-hmm. And so that, you know, when we're all with Jesus mm-hmm. in heaven one day, <laughs> where they wouldn't say, hey, Craig, how come you didn't tell me? Yeah, right. And you knew that tell? that was your responsibility to yeah. say. Yeah. And and I think the part that was key about this, it's the way you said it. You didn't beat them up. Mm-hmm. You didn't make anyone feel guilty. Mm-hmm. It was very gentle. It was just saying, hey, we need you mm-hmm. to step on board with us with this vision. Yeah. God has called us to great things here in our community and mm-hmm. our region, and we want to keep doing it. Yeah. And we can't do it if we don't have a pastor to lead. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's so important that we think about how disorienting that whole time was. It was. And I get it. The finances are definitely going to be affected because people didn't know if they were going to have a job. They had mm-hmm. no idea what was happening. Right. And so I, I get it. It was it was just a disorienting time. Mm-hmm. And so it was it was important that we bring people's attention back to this very important uh, community of believers that are here. And if we don't do it, well, then who else is going to? This exactly. is literally in our hands to do mm-hmm. or not. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we just needed to be transparent about that. And so, um, yeah, and, and, I, and I really, I, I think what's important about this for senior leads specifically is, look, we know that we've been good stewards of what's been in our hands. Mm-hmm. The fact that there is not enough now uh, in order to meet the budgets uh, because of the income of all the hardship of the last couple of years. Uh, That's not a bad stewardship issue. That's just just a situation that we're in. Yes. And of course, it's in our hands. We have to solve it. We have to resolve it, manage it. And this is one of the first things is being transparent. Mm -hmm. So we would definitely do this again. It's being transparent. And one of the things I would connect to is just some of the results, right? Yeah. I mean, so because we did it, we did yep. this, we uh, actually started a campaign, right? Right. Uh, Tim, what, yeah, we what was to, that about? We did a one fund campaign, just bought clarity. You know, we, we had these different campaigns going. And so we just were like, hey, one fund. So everything, instead of doing separate campaigns, mm-hmm. we combine them and say, hey, this is our operating cost. This is what it takes to have a student ministries pastor in a ministry. This is what it is to have a children's pastor in a ministry and all these different things. And so here is the one fund. This is the one number. And so it simplified. Yeah. I think it also kind of gets you back to realizing, giving people that idea of, you know, my tithe or my offering is going to everything the church is responsible for needs to be responsible for. So it helped yeah. realign those tires and people's understandings of yeah. what their offering was. And and it freed us up, the one fund freed us up then to use the, you know, instead of having things that were allocated, mm-hmm. right, specific yeah. offering for certain things, it allowed us then to to use those monies the best way possible moving forward where yeah. money wasn't pigeonholed for certain 
things yeah. and, and you couldn't touch it. Right. Because what people may or may not know is that um, it's it's actually fairly offering, uh, often that people will make an offering towards, say, children's ministry, which I get. Yep. Yes. And they'll say, hey, I want this uh, offering to go towards children's ministry. And then when someone designates that way, then we can't Mm-hmm. use it for anything else other than that. Mm-hmm. Well, the problem is, is when many people do that, what you wind up with is a lot of designated funds going towards a certain ministry, but now we don't have enough in our general fund to actually staff that ministry. Well, that doesn't help us. Right. Mm-hmm. In fact, that hurts us. Mm-hmm. And so the one fund says, okay, what was is my tithe my missions mm-hmm. and my uh, giving towards our projects, which is right. amounts to all of my giving, mm-hmm. uh, well, at least here to our church, then uh, we would combine all those in the one fund, and then we give that one amount, and that goes to one fund, and then we, as a leadership, as a board, we had uh, told our people, here's the priority of where these dollars are going to be spent. Right. And so it's going to start with uh, our staffing. Obviously, we have our facilities we have to take care of, and then our staffing, because we believe in leadership first. We need to have a leader of a ministry. It doesn't help me to have a large children's budget if I don't have an amazing children's pastor. Uh, I need that pastor first. And so we just said, hey, this is where it's at. This yeah. is what we believe, and we're asking you to lean into this. And they did. They, they did. did. And they the one fund that. allowed that. Yeah. And so that's where the priority of that budgeting comes into. And having as it a one fund, instead of designating these different offerings, that was yeah. what was so helpful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And the fact that we had been transparent, not just once, but... Mm-hmm consistently throughout the year about where we were, where we were seeing. And so people knew what was coming. So when we went to a one fund, you know, I I don't know if this is a great term, it wasn't a hard sell. Right. No, no, they got it. There was understanding. They understood why we needed to do it. And they were like, that makes more sense. That's right. That's right. Because being transparent up front, and not just once, like, okay, I'm just going to do this once. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it may be new for some people. But if you do it on a regular basis as, as just kind of this is how we operate, this is who we are, Yeah, man, people were totally got it. They were understanding. Yeah. And, man, I'm so glad we did it. Yeah, and, and just to be clear, this was an about-face to how we did our finances mm-hmm. before. But yep. you know what? <laughs> it was a new season called for a new game. Yep. And we needed to reset the the, the playing field here. So... But we were transparent with our people and letting them know mm-hmm. this is what needs to happen. And so here's how we, this is the way we move forward. And it's not like we were just coming up with it. Our right. board was with us fully behind this. And so we all right. stood together and people understood the wisdom of it. They yeah. really got it. They did. And it showed how much that they love our staff. Yeah. Yeah, it really did. They did. They're like, we want to keep them. We love them. We yeah. love them. Yeah. And that was encouraging to it all was, of us. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, it really <laughs> was. It was. <laughs> really, We're like, yeah. yes. You know, hey, it turns like out us. they like really us. Like wow. Us. Exactly. But you know, also yeah. too, the, you know, we talked about this earlier, just this idea of like, we we knew being, tra- well, we didn't know at the time, but we saw a result of being transparent along the way because we got to a business meeting. Mm-hmm. And this last business, this last business meeting. So a year later, a year later, you get to a business meeting and there were, when you say, okay, any questions? 
No, no, no. No, that business meeting, I want want all senior leaders to listen to this. Our business meeting was literally 27 minutes and 18 seconds. I I love that you have the seconds on. Oh, yeah, because to me, (laughs) that's that's meaningful. 27 minutes and 18 seconds. There were literally no questions. And then afterwards, when I said, I can't believe you guys didn't have any questions, the comments that they gave back to us was, that's because we trust you. And there were no surprises. We already knew all this before we got to this meeting. Right. Because we had already shared it with them. We'd been transparent. Right. We show our monthly, our weekly giving and monthly giving in the planner, the bulletin every week. Mm -hmm. So we're transparent. We show these things to people. Mm -hmm. We talk about it. Mm -hmm. And uh, at the level that is important, not confusing, but at the level that they, you know, they can understand it and hear it. And so uh, we also did some what we call event campaign, our campaign events, rather, Mm -hmm. for our campaign Unite. And at those, we would share these same numbers and what Mm -hmm. we're accomplishing and what we're having to hold back from because we're just not there Mm -hmm. yet financially. And so these are all similar people groups. And so there were no surprises on that day. And you give them opportunity to ask questions. Yeah. And I think that's part of it. It's not just sharing. It's um, with your Mm -hmm. leadership, you're very open. Yeah. And there's no question. Mm -hmm. I'll be honest, over the years, there's been a few questions from some people. Mm -hmm. And and you handle it really well. Well, thank you. And that's a culture or a value that you have as part of our culture is you can ask a question, we'll answer. And we're not going to be defensive. We don't need to be. Yeah. I don't have anything to feel bad about. No. We've been great stewards. Yeah. I can defend every decision we've made. Mm-hmm. That's right. And it's a so it's a good thing. Yeah. I want people to know. Yeah. Give them information. Be transparent. Yeah. I mean that in the absence of information, people will draw their own conclusions. Yes. And so you draw, you say, okay, I have this many X yeah. amount of people in our congregation. That means you have probably X amount of different you know, and from thinking, you know, they, they've defined it a certain way and they're yeah. all different and yeah. all causing confusion so that when there are surprises, then that causes a reaction. Right. But guess what? You're being transparent and you start sharing all this stuff. Yeah. There isn't a surprise. Right. There's not reaction. There's support. Yep. There is. And support. that's what we experienced. So we exactly. definitely do that again about a lot of things. You know, that. we were, yeah. how we were spending the money, mm-hmm. right? We that's had right. money that was designated. Yep. And so yep. if we're telling people, yeah, we're just not, you know, we're, we're not, the giving isn't good. We're not be able to make the bills, but yet they saw us putting in new sod and redoing some of the things in our quad area. Yeah. We wanted to be transparent. Like that money was designated. Yeah. So therefore we couldn't spend it on anything no, else. We literally couldn't. No. Yeah. And people love what we've done in the quad. They love what we've been able to do in our lobbies and our right. hallways. And so yep. again, if we hadn't communicated that, there would be a million assumptions. Oh, yes. Right, right. Oh, they're doing fine. Oh, Look yeah. at all these projects. Like, mm, yeah, that yeah. was already money set aside. Yeah. We can't do anything else so with it. Be transparent with as much. Yeah. Like you said, we, we'll share everything except salaries. Right. So yeah. be transparent. Right. Yeah, we'll tell the whole story yep. about all of our salaries, but we just don't get into the nitty gritty of right. each one individually, Correct. which I don't know anybody who shares so. that with anyone. Right. Uh, but anyway, so um, so we would do transparency again. Mm-hmm. We would do the one fund campaign again. again. Yes. Yeah. I would definitely encourage church leaders as you're thinking about rebounding and how do you get your feet underneath you financially. A campaign, huge. Definitely would do it again. Right. Um, I would also say that we would continue to evaluate Mm -hmm. over and over again. We evaluate constantly. It's a weekly, monthly, 
Um, we just have had to. Uh, we track our finances. We track whether we're being effective and productive in our ministries on just a yeah. constant basis uh, because things are just so accelerated now and we want to be effective. And so we would continue that evaluation. We're not critical of one another mm-hmm. because we all want to make it better. So yes. we're asking right. each other, how can I make it better? Yeah. And, and so that's just the culture of who we are. I would do that again. Mm-hmm. How do we get better? How do we get better? Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing is I would continue to double down on groups, our small groups. We continue to... Uh, grow those. We're in the 60s, 70s on those uh, small groups that meet, whether on campus or around town, uh, in homes. And so I'd, I'd double down on those. Definitely yeah. would do that again. The last year was a huge part of us galvanizing as a church. I would say right now we are closer now than I think we have been in 10 years' time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, it feels like those early days of when yeah. we planted We're the all church connected. Again. Yeah, feels really, really good. Mm-hmm. And then I think ma- I would also do again is managing the expectations of the good, the bad, and the ugly. Because mm-hmm. not everybody, every, nothing has been up and to the right. There's <laughs> been there's been some expectations. It took us forever to bring back coffee. <laughs> People were practically storming the gates. When are you going to bring back coffee? Oh, when we can afford it? It was like a revival uh, when we so brought it back. We finally got to the place where we could. <laughs> Uh, but there is something That's that awesome. we would do different, and it was kind of ugly about how we laid it out, and uh, it has to do with kind of what we'd already talked about, which is messaging. Yes. Uh, Jennifer, what was that thing? So that was childcare. <laughs> mm-hmm. So about a couple years ago, or is it a year ago now? Yeah. Or yeah. Two years yeah. ago. About a year. a year ago, we looked at our budget, and we determined that we cannot afford to provide childcare on Wednesday nights. Yeah for CR on Thursday, and then for special events. Mm-hmm. So we would offer it for women's ministry events and men's events. Mm-hmm. And it was because the lump sum was $30,000. Yeah. Which is honestly... it's a lot of money. A lot of money and way more than we can afford. Yeah. And we realized that it had to go. And for all of us who are on management, it seemed like a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we did not think through how much it meant to our people. Yeah. And so it was a, a big blow for them. Yeah, yeah. And it's still something that I'm managing now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And because we underestimated that, mm-hmm. we didn't message it We did correctly. not message it correctly. No. So it was an expectation that we did not message well. We, we should have been up... If we could do it again, what would we do different? If we could do it differently, or if we could do it again, what we would do is we would bring all of the stakeholders together. We mm-hmm. would have a meeting. We would explain. Mm-hmm. And we'd probably do several meetings yeah. Yeah. of different stakeholders and explain to them and bring them into the process yeah. and be available for questions. Yeah, You'd be available. I'd be available. Yep. Yeah. It would be something that we would very slowly roll out mm-hmm. instead of this quick decision that we yeah. think everyone should understand. Yeah. yeah, and it wasn't a quick decision for us. It was literally no. months in the making. But, but for them, for them it, it yes. seemed quick. It came for so, them, it yeah. came quick, Yeah, and they were not prepared. Right. And Because yeah. um, we worked on that budget for probably six months. Yes. Yeah. 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 So this was, I was saying for even a long time before mm. then, we couldn't afford it. Yeah. So for me, this wasn't 
a quick decision at all. Mm-hmm. And, and I regret that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I really wish we had done differently and I know yeah. we will in the future. Yeah. Yeah. So those are the kind of things that we definitely, again, it comes down to messaging. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you want to be transparent in your messaging. We should have been, we should have anticipated that we needed to be more transparent about that message, yes. but we weren't. And yeah, it upset some people and I understand why yeah. it's a valuable resource to have that childcare mm-hmm. uh, when you're in discipleship, especially for the ladies, especially for celebrate recovery, the events, but Mops. it just is yeah. uh, not something that we, all of us together as a staff, a board felt that we could really afford to do. Yeah. So. And I think by the time we, you know, you six months with budgets and these discussions, by the time we had got there, we had already sat with it. Yeah. And yeah. so to me, by the time we all got to that place, we're like, well, yeah, this makes the most sense. Yeah. We were kind of desensitized to it and I just was like, had. yeah, we've been sitting with it for six months. We've right. been talking about it. Right. Some of us probably were like, yeah, let's just put this to bed. Yeah. And and because it was one and a right. month, we had other already things. settled it in our hearts. Yes. Right. Yeah. Right. But then so when we thought this is a no brainer, this is super obvious. It caught a lot of people off guard. Yeah. It was a bummer. Right. Because a lot of folks relied upon yep, it. Exactly. Yeah. And there's a lot of really caring, compassionate mm-hmm. people that are saying, what? We can't offer this for people mm-hmm. anymore? Right. Yeah. And their hearts are in the right place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I completely yeah. understand. And being transparent would have yeah. given us the time to field those questions, those yes. concerns. Yeah. It may not have changed the outcome, but it would have given us the, the margin to have these conversations. Yeah. And to help people see. And because, again, you know, it is. It's much more than just saying we can't do it. It's. Now is that person even available to mm. come mm-hmm. because they don't have anybody to watch? Yeah, some, yeah. You know their their kids, and so yeah. it, it's it was big, bigger it was than big. we we it realized. Was big. It was big. It was big. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think ultimately, when we look back on it, we still know it's the right decision. It is, but right. it's still one of those things that we feel like it's an important thing that mm-hmm. we're not doing yet, but yes. we want to get back to something because I definitely want to create an opportunity especially for the moms to be able to come and to be a part, but also single dads, celebrate, recover, all of it. So mm-hmm. it's a need. It's a need. It's right. a definite But it's need. just not a need we can meet yet. Yes. But anyway, messaging, so important. And that's why it's important for us. We want to share in real time the good, the bad, and the ugly. Right. And so this idea of messaging, so critical. We do it all over again. Be just transparent as you can. And uh, talk this through with your teams. That's how we determine what we mm-hmm. uh, are able to share, what we think people actually want to know about. What questions are they asking? Right. I don't want to sit up there and answer a bunch of questions they're not asking. But, hey, let's know the questions they're asking and let's speak to those and uh, let's give them everything that we can. Mm-hmm. So I love mm-hmm. it. I love it. So our challenge on this is uh, what are you messaging on purpose? Mm, or by accident. <laughs> We've done both of them. We've done yeah. both. Yeah. So, uh, hey, this has been a great conversation about uh, leading people, organization, and change. So thanks for being a part of that. And if you like this episode, which I kind of think you did, you might want to hit the like, subscribe, and the bell notification so you don't miss one episode. And we'd love it if you shared it with a friend, somebody who you think could use this information and encouragement as well. And we will see you next time in real time.